Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode eight of Fresh Towels Live from New York, here with our reoccurring guest host, the one and only half Filipino DJ himself, DJ Pierpont Johnson Third. That's right. Was your, so your dad's the second. Yes. Then there was the OG Pierpont Johnson. Mm-hmm. What do you know? What their what the name was after, before that? Like Pierpont sounds like a like a hail mary of a name. It is a hail mary of a name. It's like really weird. It's the name has been in my family for like hundreds of years, and it was like a middle name, a last <laughs> name, a first name. These old New England families like recycling names, and then they name their like dogs after them. Sometimes you don't have a Pierpont dog. You don't have a, no. My my family is like does not have animals. Like we would. It, it would an animal that lasts. Don't house. you have a aunt with Pierpont in her middle name or something? Yes, yes. Like yes, yes, that's yes. not very normal, is it? Nope. But like, I'm not normal. That would be like, yeah, my <laughs> name's Mark Cindy Jagarsian. <laughs> like you don't yeah. usually go nope. by gender on the middle names. Definitely not. No. You know, Rhea doesn't have a middle name. No. I think middle names are kind of like OM, old money. They are OM. They are old money. My dad's uh, legal name was. Pierpont Stuyvesant Edwards Johnson Jr. So Stuyvesant, like Stuyvesant Town. Yeah. We are like kind of descended from them, I guess. What? I know. I know. I know. So my dad, being the humble guy that he is, decided to change it and take out the Stuyvesant. So his name sounded less pompous. So it's just Pierpont Edwards Johnson Jr. Wait, but he had two middle names? Yes. So he was Pierpont Stuyvesant. 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 We got to work on your pronunciation. <laughs> we struggled with that last time. These are big words. These are big words. Yeah. I, I don't think you could for a million dollars I could spell Stuyvesant. I don't think I could. I, let me try. S T U V. That's right. Y. E. Is S. We're gonna T need. We're gonna need. Uh, Gron Michel with a fact check. I don't even know if they're where the U I'm is. I'm looking in there. at it right now, buddy. Wait, do you have it up? Of course I do. I'm a goddamn right, good Stuy, producer. Sty Vincent, right? Sty Vincent. Sty Vincent. Sty Vincent. S T U V Y E S. Wrong. Do you want me to stop? Am I way off? I don't even know. You're, you're kind of. I mean, there, it, there's like a Y and a V next to each other, right? Correct. S T U V S T Y V S T U Y S T U Y E. What's next? I don't think Jiggy won a spelling bee in Lexington Middle School. You said it right. You said there's a Y and a V next to each other. And then then you skipped it, though. You just skipped over it. S-T-U-Y. Sty. Vincent. V. E-S. T. <laughs> I don't know, but I know that's definitely wrong. You can always hear the people. You. you can always hear the people clicking out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're, like, they're like next video. S- what a freak! T U Y V E S A N T. Oh, I was close. Stuyvesant. You kept saying Stuyven Vincent. Vincent. Yeah, wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, my middle name is Edward. What? Yeah. Wait, Edward. We have the same middle name almost. Well, yours is Edwards, which is so bougie. It's bougier. The S makes a bougie difference. Like, if you have S at the end in your middle name, like Pierpont Edwards, you're Edwards, right? Yeah. Edwards is like, I have a yacht. Yes. I'm Edward, which is just like my grandfather's name. <laughs> There's no boats involved. <laughs> I don't have like, I don't have Sperry's in my, uh, as like a, in my middle name requirements. No, you're, you're not wearing Nantucket red in the middle of the a snowy winter. 
Very bougie people love dad hats too. Yeah. Yeah. Boat shoes and corduroy pants. It's a very New England thing. It's a yeah. very New England thing. Keeps you warm. Old books, corduroy pants. So many old books. Naming boats. Yeah. It's all part of the New England experience for some. For for some people. <laughs> <laughs> you have to live. For my dad, I guess. I live on like Cape Cod. Well, as you know, my dad wrote a book about his like crazy adventures and, you know, growing up in Rhode Island and having, you know, five middle names and, and stuff like that. So we'll have to. Uh, he would well, be a fun guest to have on the show. He would be a fun guest. Has he ever done podcasts before? He has no idea what a podcast is. Well, he knows what radio is. He knows what radio is, yeah. He's 87, so he asked me recently what the difference between Facebook and Google was. So <laughs> the chances of him knowing what a podcast are are like negative 1,000 times negative 1,000. There are some great videos out there now of like uh, people's aunts or grandmothers who don't know that Facebook, uh, you know, where to put different things and someone yep. someone's grandmother put like a recipe for like chicken marsala in her bio <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's so funny yeah um my dad can't even get that far he doesn't have facebook though does he no 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 he has no idea what it is like we're like worried about like our our parents and like grandparents like going off on facebook he doesn't even know what he literally does not know what facebook is my mom doesn't have facebook but she knows how to there's there's another side of Facebook that of people who don't have it but have a way in and I feel mm -hmm. like my mom has a way in like she just can peruse in there yeah or maybe she has a dummy profile or something but she doesn't have a profile but then I'll post something maybe Twitter is what she has the in on yeah, Twitter yeah, yeah. you could Twitter you could just peruse like a news website you don't have to have an account is that true because I'll post stuff on Twitter and she goes are you okay I see you're in Cincinnati and you're making jokes I'm like, how do you know that? You can Twitter. You can view some of it, but you can't view like media, restricted media. Like you can't play a video. You can you see can't the photo. interact with it. It's very, very limited what you can do. But you can see tweets, but you can't just you can't do anything with it. You can't go any deeper than just seeing like. She, the, yeah, she's definitely yeah. in. She can see the tweets for sure. Mm -hmm. I did a. I this was many years ago, but this was before Uber, believe it or not. And I had to take a Craigslist ride share from a gig, upstate New York. It was an hour away from... This is such a stupid, lovely... I love this story so much. I did the fact a, that this happened, it's crazy. I, I couldn't get a rent-a-car because I didn't have a credit card. I wasn't old enough. And I I was stuck at this gig. That was Where were you? Upstate New York, an hour away from the bus that would take me back to New York so I could fly out. Huh. And I had no way of getting a rent-a-car because I didn't have a credit card. And Uber didn't exist. So the only way that I thought that I could get from this gig an hour north of Syracuse was to do a Craigslist rideshare. What? So I went on Craigslist. and This I was is like, like 10 plus years ago. Yeah. I go on Craigslist and I'm like, is anyone going from this small little town, wherever it was, down to Syracuse tonight? And someone hit me back and he goes, yeah, I am. And uh, I'm going to this comedy show, but after the show I can take you. He was coming to my show. Nice. It was the only thing going there. So he comes out to the show, and then uh, at the show, I'm like, I got to bring this guy on stage. He's driving me tonight from here down to Syracuse. So I bring this guy on stage purely to be like, if I don't make it to Syracuse, this is the guy who took me. Everyone take a picture. People took out their, <laughs> their phones, and they're taking pictures of Craigslist him and I. Craigslist ride sharing. Yeah, so there was like accountability. Mm -hmm. It wasn't like this guy was going to take me and, and throw me off a cliff or something. He knew he had 100 people who took a picture of him that night. And okay. he drove me from the gig 
down to Syracuse. But And you made it. I made it. And uh, as I'm doing it, I write a tweet out, and I'm like, yeah, I just got a Craigslist ride share for someone to take me from the gig down to Syracuse. My mom calls me right away, and she's like, what are you doing? She was flipping out that I did a Mark, Craigslist. Mark, I don't think that's a very good idea. You got to be careful there. No, she was like way more pissed than <laughs> oh, that. Shit. He was like not happy about it. He didn't offer to blow you. No. Okay. No, but those are other different stories. Story. <laughs> <laughs> Again, the story is confused. My bad. Yeah, yeah. That that exists in in Europe. They have a thing called blah blah car, where you can like get random rides with people. Oh, I thought you meant for the blowing. Oh no. Well, I mean, maybe maybe like in Amsterdam or something, but um, yeah, I feel like that'd be a good business. Blah blah car sounds like something you get blown in. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I you got a ride a from Lisbon to Paris, and you know, happy ending. Did you really? I did not get a happy ending, but I used. <laughs> <laughs> you were in blah blah. I did use blah blah car. I feel like I vaguely remember doing. I didn't think. I don't think I took a blah blah car. The name sucks. Yeah, maybe there's a better one, but I blah, feel like that'd blah? be a good business getting like rides with people. Might be like cheaper. Like if you need to go long distance, an Uber would be too expensive. Like my parents took an Uber. They came to see me DJ uh, over like Christmas, and they took a. They just took a. They didn't want to get on the. Amtrak because they're just they're old. <laughs> Wait a minute, not to interrupt this, but it's a French company. Blah blah. Blah blah car. Blah blah in French <laughs> means blowjob. Means <laughs> meaningless. Learn something every day. Meaningless talk intended to deceive. Blah blah. That's what blah blah means. But that's what kind of it means in English, no? Does like it? Like, and he's going with the, off with the intention blah, to blah, blah. with no. the intention to deceive. Maybe not the deceive hmm. part. Close. It, Similar meaning. Close. But I could uh, French people definitely say blah blah, don't they? Blah blah. Yeah, yeah if you go get croissant, then you blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> it's their yada yada yada. Yeah. It's their yada yada yada. Sometimes you know you will do this uh, blah blah. Yeah, I'm just gonna do that now when someone's talking blah blah blah. It I, is uh, with blah, a French blah. accent. I was going to put on the other end of it, blah blah. I didn't. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, my wife works for a French company, and um, she takes Zoom calls sometimes, and I can like hear the conversation so they're always like speaking in in with the french accent it's so funny because one of the product lines that they sell is a watch line that's the name of the watch line is called my boyfriend what the the line of watches that she works that she uh you know whatever she does is called my boyfriend that's the name of the watch that's the name of the watch yeah so there's all different types but she has to explain like i would be home and she'd be talking to all these French people and they'd be like, yes, yeah, if you could go ahead and tell us about uh, your boyfriend. <laughs> and uh, she'd be like, yeah, my boyfriend is really underperforming. <laughs> and I'd be like, what? She goes, I'm doing my best. <laughs> I'm really trying. <laughs> I'm eating a lot of kale. <laughs> my boyfriend is not selling. Um, well, to, to Google my boyfriend watch, because I was curious, everything that comes up is, why does my boyfriend watch so much porn? <laughs> That's literally every single Amazon makes or every single Google searches. My boyfriend <laughs> watches porn. Why my boyfriend watches too much porn? Why should my boyfriend not watch porn? There's zero timepieces involved in <laughs> time it. Their maybe marketing should, needs to be better. Maybe they should change the name of the, uh, the, the, the watch. It's not coming up on Google searches. They got to work on their optimization. No. I did want to do something with you uh, where we do some like top fives, which I think at some point we can do this as a regular thread. If we had... If we had the capability, I would insert a musical number for this segment. Top fives with PJ. We do have that ability, so for the next time... We could do it. We set fi let's find the music, and I could pop it right in. That's what all these maybe, buttons do. Oh, really? Yeah. We could do top five with PJ. 
I would even sing it myself. Okay. Well, if I can hear you sing, then well, I am Well, you can in. make it. Yeah. You're the DJ. I'm down. I mean, you love ranking really random, obscure, unimportant things. So where we can... It's okay, unimportant You're right. Some. Depends on who. It could be very like, important to others. Top five gums you would chew in Little League, guys. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like a random... Yeah. Are you talking about Big League Chew? <laughs> Big League Chew, a little bit overrated. Not chewy enough. Not sweet enough. What do you mean you would try that on Little League? <laughs> the pieces are this big. So what um, what did you have in mind? Like what's, well, we have like... young Ethan uh, here with us in the studio. Oh, we, uh, we got there's four of us here. It barely fits. So I had young Ethan tasked with finding some top fives. And what we're gonna do is you're gonna give us the what the top five is. And you're gonna let us guess. And if we hit it on the top five, you tell us if we got it. And if not, uh, you can do it. You can make a sound effect if you'd like. And then we'll after a few guesses, we'll go through what the actual top five is. The more obscure, the better, I think. With this. Uh, but we'll we'll see. I'm ready. And I some think. of these are going to be. I don't think these are coming from the the Bureau of Sciences. Mm -hmm. if, <laughs> that's a real thing. It's not the Bureau, the Bureau of, of the Sciences. Science. The Bureau of the Science. The Bureau of Science. I'm I was driving. Sure. I was taking Uber home from the airport. There's like the there's like a building of math and science, like it's called the the Bronx, like building of math and science. <laughs> yeah. It's a real place. Yeah. Yeah. American colonies established a Bureau of Government Laboratories. That's the closest we got. <laughs> okay. That's what I meant. We're wicked smart. What, is what I'm we're saying, saying is that these are going to be objective answers. I'm sure we're not going to get concrete answers on some of these, but it's just for fun. So, Ethan, just I can to be already. clear, we're what? just ripping off Family Feud here, right? Family Feud. Why? Why is that Family no Feud? No pop culture, because well, I didn't have a TV so, as a no, child, remember? Family Feud, first of all, is a completely different thing. Family yeah. Feud, the premise of Family Feud is they survey 100 people and get 100 different answers. These are more concrete And then answers. they say top five answers are on the board. Right. But that's a survey. They go, survey says. That's a survey game. You want statistics. This is like, statistically, there's someone who's actually giving rankings to this stuff, and we're going to try to guess it. All right. It could be population statistics. We'll see what you come up with. I got Most it. populated city, least populated city with an Amtrak, whatever it could be. I got you. Okay. Shall so what's we? our first top five? Okay. And this, this statistics I'm looking at are from 2020. They have not been published. Oh, these, oh. Are, these are 2020 so, stats. These if I lose, it's not my fault. So just remember this is 2023. COVID year. COVID year. Yeah. Okay. Height of COVID. Height of COVID year. I'm looking for the top five states with the most arrests. Top five states with the most arrests in 2020. So and just, just so is you know, per cap, this is per 100,000 people. Most top five states with the most arrests per 100,000. So who? People. How does this work? You go, then I go, or what's like the? Well, this is the, the first time we're doing the segment, so why oh, don't you go first? We make the rules. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go Alabama. Alabama is not in the top five. Wow. Lies. I quit. You're, the top you're, ten. you're racist against the South. Mm, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, top five, I'm going to go California. Not in the top ten. Wow. Mississippi. Why are you going with the South? <laughs> Not in the top ten. I should preface this by saying it's going to blow your balls off. I don't think it will. New York. These random things are always like not what you think. Per 100,000 people. Per 100,000. All right, I'm going to do a long shot here. Wyoming. Wyoming is number three. Ding, With ding, 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 ding. All right, three, so maybe so the trend here is that... The best the, three. Well, it's per capita, so it's places like right. Wyoming probably has three Small arrests, population. but there's only 19 people who live there. Right. All right, so Wyoming is number three. Most arrests per 100,000 So Wyoming is 3,500 people per 100,000. 
That's a lot. That's a lot, yeah. Um, so population, so California is going to be out. New York is going to be out because they're too densely populated. All right, so I got one. You're next. Alaska. Alaska's number two. Wow. Congrats. Okay, I'm going to go Small with... Uh, I'm going to go with Maine. No. They're too friendly up there. They are very friendly They're up wood there. people. Yeah. Um, top five. Uh, what about South Dakota? PJ Johnson, number one on the list. South Dakota? Most arrests, yeah. Because, like, no one lives there. So we got one, two, By three. By a lot. South Dakota, Wyoming, and Alaska. I'm looking for the four and five. Four and number five. Number four, I'm surprised you haven't said yet. Once you hear it, it'll all connect. Florida. No. <laughs> oh, too many yeah. people live in Florida? Florida. I mean, all the ratchet stuff happens, but it's like a, it's like this 20 million plus people. This is a completely different list, by the way, if it's just total arrests. It's got to be Florida number one, right? In terms of the total, number, yeah. number of arrests, California. No, Florida over California. Everyone says, you well, know, that's going to be a different person. top five. All right, so top five per 100,000. We're still listening for our four and five. Uh, let's try North Dakota then. No. No? No. South Dakota. But lives there. He said that he's surprised that we haven't said it yet. These are crime-ridden areas. Ooh, Illinois. No. Uh, not crime-ridden, but you'd be like, it makes sense. Because an arrest doesn't have to be a felony. It could just be... Could be anything. Could be anything. Montana. No. What? <laughs> Connecticut. This is harder no. than I thought. This is a lot harder than I thought. Idaho. No. Washington. <laughs> Do you guys want a hint? Yeah. The three of us were recently there. Oh, Nevada. Nevada. Uh, Nevada. Really? Because uh, of Vegas. Oh, because of Vegas, Reno. Okay, that okay, makes sense. That makes sense. And number five also checks out. Give it. Give us number five. We've guessed too much. That's yeah. going to be we Tennessee. Suck. Tennessee. Okay, I wouldn't have guessed that. Okay. That was that hard. That was tough. Per capita was tough. Per capita was tough. That was really hard. Small population places, not necessarily the most ratchet. But yeah. if you have like a population of like 500,000 people, there's like five crimes and it's like like a lot okay can you see if you can find this one i actually i think we mentioned it in the did we mention it at the beginning what i'm curious of top five cities with the highest infidelity i think i read this cities? As a study top five cities that are the most infidelitist <laughs> because that's a word yeah comes right up really there's Dang. a top five list okay here we go pj i'll start this one off this is the top five most infidelable Top five most. I have no. I'm just going to say I have no idea. Like I don't know what these the, are. These are the top five cities with the most high levels of infidelity. I you know I get the concept, but just I, I mean, how do you think well, about I'll try, it? I'll try. I'll try. There I'll try. is definitely. A, uh, I have one right off the top of my head. All right, top five. Talk I'm going to me. throw Las Vegas. No, not Las Vegas is not in the top five. No, but I guess we have to think about this because are you saying where the infidelity takes place or where the people are from? Because Vegas is probably well, where well, most well, people. Tell cheat. me what the study. Well, I haven't read it yet. Let's see. Uh, they studied 200 major cities, looking at marriage, divorce, and separation rates. It uh -huh. also factored in the addition to the number of places to meet for an affair. Okay, so Vegas could have been included in that. Okay, so that, I'm shocked. That's not in the top five. Hmm. How about New York? New York is number seven on the list. Wow. Mm. We haven't cracked the top five yet. These right, are hard this ones. Is, this was a, this was e either that or we're just done. <laughs> if this isn't on the list, I'm, I'm walking out of here. Miami. That, I was going to guess. No. Not even in the top ten. What? <gasps> These are going to be like random places that you do like shows at, I feel like. No, like no. Random I, you like think about people, cities. People, it has to be places that people travel to or are transients. 
It's infidelity. They're like in and consultants out. go for like weekend trips and. Is there a way to get it where the consulting conferences are? <laughs> Orlando. No. Tampa. No. There's not one Florida city Florida on there. Florida's not on the top ten. I. This is a bullshit statistics list. Statistics are wrong. <laughs> These can't be right. Boston. No. <laughs> Boston's too boring for that. Are you kidding no. me? Name cities you've heard of. <laughs> name cities. Hey, right, literally. Uh, the top three are all in the hard. same state. The top three are all in the same state? Yeah. Los Angeles. No. Bro, Houston, right. Houston or Dallas? Uh, Houston and Dallas. One and three. Oh. Yeah. Houston, you just named, you got two right off the bat. Oh, wow. So we got another in That kind of makes sense, though, Texas. Texas people. Texas people? Yeah. I feel like they're 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 not they don't infidelity. They don't give a shit though. Texas people. Houston. Like, oh yeah, come back to my Dallas, barn. What else? What other cities uh, are two there? Two you're not gonna get. It's Fort Worth, which is essentially Dallas. That's Dallas Fort Worth is the same place. You wow, Fox Dallas twenty nine. Dallas is they're they're really knocking boots. All right, you got to give us. We are not going to get this. What's, yeah, what's, 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 what's four and five? <laughs> what's St. Louis and Nashville? Yep, zero. Nashville makes sense. Nashville makes sense. A lot. Of, basically, the takeaway of this is lots of knocking boots. I mean, if you're wearing boots, then don't even wear a ring. Rings aren't even welcome when you're knocking them boots. Oh, this is a fun one. I was going to say we're a terrible trivia team, but to be fair, that was pretty hard. That was really hard. Like I uh, don't you've know. You've given two that are that were really tough. I don't know where you're getting these lists from. I don't think that that list is accurate. Dallas, Fort Worth. Maybe it's because there's a lot of uh, flight attendants who come through there. It's a big hub. There's something there. Flight attendants come in. They're like, man, where can I get some Where can beef? I get some ass? <laughs> I'm looking for some beef. I would have never guessed. I'm like trying to use my analytical mind, and I just I still can't like how could Las pinpoint Vegas, why. How could Las Vegas not be number one? That's got to be number It's in their slogan. What happens here stays here. Maybe um, they don't tell anyone. It depends on if it's anyone. total or if it's per capita, too, but... Still, yeah. But they have, they've made a whole advertising campaign of campaign. What happens in Vegas stays, stays in, in Vegas. Vegas. Maybe it never leaves. Was Vegas even in the top ten? That's just not right. But think about it, it's a lot of single people too in Vegas. Maybe uh, that's true. Maybe you're you're not married if you go correct. to Vegas. Oh uh, see, when you're that's looking true. at these statistics. That's true. Get married yep. there, not getting divorced there. Correct. That's true. Get divorced in their hometown. Sometimes you Maybe just... a place with a high rate of marriage will would make it more a palate cleanser of sure. the list. Can I give you a list? Okay. One that you hopefully can start working on. Can you give on. us something okay. with, to give our confidence back? That was really hard. So let's go top the, the top cities where rich people or famous people live in uh, the world. New York and L.A. take it off the list. It's obviously you, one and two. All right, so New let's York go and L.A. Are, are one, one and, two? and two. So let's start at three and go backwards. Paris. Paris is on the list. Paris is the uh, number 10 city with the most Famous people. Famous people are loosely defined. Very loosely defined. Um, we already said New well, York and L.A. The, no, no, where the famous people live. Doesn't have to, they don't, they're not Parisian. Live. This is where famous people they want to live. Bruce Willis has a house there or something. Yeah. So New, New York, York and L.A. is one. Ten is Paris. Okay. Tokyo. Tokyo is not on the list. Beijing? Miami? Miami is number eight. Beijing. Beijing. No Beijing. Calcutta. No Calcutta. <laughs> Bollywood, baby. Yeah. Uh, London. No London, surprisingly. What? Rome. Yeah. Roma. No Roma. We are bad at this. Uh, well, I'm trying to think of the United States where famous people live in New York. Or where people, famous people well, live in the United States. Think about North America. Where, like, where's the big filming hubs? Atlanta. No, but think, but you're close. Not in geography, but what's the next biggest filming? Chicago. 
in North America, go to Canada. Toronto. Vancouver, British Columbia. This was not the palate cleanser I was hoping it would be. <laughs> this isn't e what? You think I was going to pick Vancouver? I don't know. That's a hard one. That's a Wait. huge filming. Okay, Vancouver was number three. Vancouver's number three. Oh, fucking Drake. Hamptons. How about Hamptons? That's not a city. Of course it is. Hamptons? Hampton, Long Island. No way. Most it ain't on people? here, I'll tell you that. There is a weird one, though, a, a, a Jersey one, which no one will ever get. What uh, is it? Pleasant Point. Alpine. Oh, that's because it's like there's all these like rich suburbs where Ethan's from and stuff where uh, <laughs> <laughs> people people go. That makes sense. According it, to this, that's where Mary J. Blige, Chris Rock, Eddie Murphy, and a lot more people. Chris call Rock home. lives out yeah. there. Yeah, isn't Jersey? It's like the richest or like top two richest states per capita. It's funny because it's like everyone's like Jersey's trashy, but it's actually like the richest state or one of the richest states. Yeah. But they don't it's make really the money random. in Jersey. They got to come to New York to make the money. Facts. All right, you're right. I should. That wasn't Jersey really credit. a palate cleanser because you. I got a palate cleanser for you. Well, that was New York, L.A., Vancouver. What was four and five? Five was Alpine. Five four, was Alpine. Monte Carlo, Monaco. I'm screaming because I don't know the microphone. Monte Carlo, Monaco. 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 That's a big one. A lot of famous. Well, we rich. are officially a shitty trivia team, Jigglesworth. V Vegas was number six. Ah. Nashville number seven. Ah. Well, yeah, because you got all those country music, all the country yeah. music, boots, Keith Urban, cheating on each other as per the other list. And you have Miami, New Orleans, and Paris. Okay. Well, we did pretty good. We got Paris. Decent. Decent. <laughs> Somewhere Cal hard though. Calcutta Vancouver was definitely not on it. <laughs> no. Calcutta but I want to say not... Calcutta over Alpine, New Jersey. Think about Bollywood. Well, there's a, just the population. Like population, a large population. There's like three billion it's people live there. You guess. can't. There's not two billion people. Two, a couple hundred thousand. Famous people in Calcutta, though? Probably All right, not. I'm going to give you guys an option for this one. Okay. Do you want top five reasons given for speeding in the United States or top five causes of death in the UK? <laughs> Let's go with the second one. It's a lot darker, but it seems a little less tricky. Uh, top five reasons for death? Causes of death. Causes of death in the UK. Gingivitis? <laughs> <laughs> ding dong, ding dong, ding dong, ding dong. Is that, that's Number what one. you want to go with? <laughs> What's the you first can't one? die from gingivitis. No one's like, oh, no, this thing is going to put me over the edge. What? Well, what was the first one? Speeding? Speed? <laughs> Top, five... <laughs> Top five causes of death in the UK. Hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Producer coming in. If you don't seek treatment for gingivitis, you can die from it as the infection spreads into your body and affects other organs. Boom. Cause of death. What about even for British people? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, our British friends. We still love you. Still love you. Okay, so top five causes of death in the UK. Heart attack. Heart attack will give you heart, heart disease. disease. Heart That's disease. That's the same difference. Yes. Number, number one. Number, number one, one, heart disease. That's always got to be the case. Um, liver, liver er errors, liver disease, number five, liver disease, liver errors. I think li liver errors makes it sound more treatable. English people like to drink. Yeah. That what, what was liver errors? Number five. Number five. Okay. So we got heart and liver covered. Bing bong. Bing bong. We need two, three, four. Cancer. Number two. Oh. Cancer. All right. So we got the, those are the biggies. There's got to be a couple of weird ones, and there's some real British shit coming in for number three and four. What do British people is it, is do? It, are they very British? They're just, you know, straight run down of the mill, yeah. Run of the mill. Uh, Lyme disease. Lyme disease. Lyme disease, no. What? No. I don't know. Can you say Lyme? <laughs> Lyme disease. I don't think you can die. They don't have deer in the UK. Oh, at Lyme. Come, you know it's named after Lyme, New York? Where's Lyme, New York? Or Lyme, Connecticut, rather. Lyme disease is named after Lyme, Connecticut. 
That's where it originated. A lot of deer there? A lot of deer. It's a deer place. Huh. The Rona. Um, I threw out coronavirus. No. No? That was no. a really terrible guess. No. Um, what are the other things that people die from? Cancer is a big one. That covers almost everything. Mm-hmm. Um, accidents. <laughs> what? That's <laughs> like household accidents. Yeah, just like dying from an accident. <laughs> the old ladder epidemic of no, London. No accidents are a very. How did he die? Or oh, car... you know, accidents. Or or car accidents. <laughs> that's, that's a better one. Accidents. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, people die from accidents. It's, I don't think it's that crazy. Like top five, do. top five. It accidents it's, is not. It the is list. not in there. No. No accidents of any kind. I, I mean, technically, anything's an accident, right? Sure. You know. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of like other my things. My doctor that people... friends are going to be embarrassed. <laughs> but with cancer me. covers all the cancers, right? Yeah, but cancer you give me a specific thing that might be a result of the cancer or something. Diabetes. Oh, um, 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 the thing that you had. I had. When you get really cold. Oh, shingles. <laughs> Not what? shingles, you dope. The, what is the other thing? When well, you, you get, get cold. A pneumonia. Pneumonia. No, no. no. <laughs> Not that. Shingles? My medical history is out here now. <laughs> <laughs> pneumonia, but that's like fairly common, but that's... I could feel like it would be a good cause of death because it, like, if you get it when you're old, it's really tough to beat. And it's not cancerous. Or this this one isn't that hard. We're we're just now we're just bad at this. So four and five. Um, All right, give me one of them. The Revolutionary War. <laughs> People are still dying. No, no. Uh, lung disease. Lung disease. Yeah. that's mm. a good one. Smoking. Um, and the last one is it's it's a thing that happens to you. Old age. No. Dementia. No, it, it glaucoma. Might, some people survive it. Some people don't. Skin cancer. No. University. It, <laughs> University. Uh, this is what it says. If this happens to you, you are likely to change your manner of movement, thinking, and feeling. Getting famous. <laughs> <laughs> uh, those at high risk include people with diabetes, high blood pressure, and cholesterol. Change your movements? Damn. Oh, I know. What is it? Can I give, we give up? Yeah, yeah go. Go, yes. produce. Stroke? Stroke. Stroke. Oh, okay. I thought that was a heart-related issue. We would be shitty doctors. No. Well, that was it. That was our first segment of top five. Pretty fun. Pretty good. We're I mean, not, we're we not did, very good, though. We are bad. The first two were really hard. The last one, I think we could have done better. <laughs> I think we could have done better. <laughs> What's the thing we? They get? were pretty broad. I thought it was gonna be like weird English things, like oh, fights during like a football match, like. But no, oh, no. it was just like heart disease. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I propose something to you guys? Sure. I want to hear your top five. Jigs, you obviously tour the country all the time, right? Okay, top five. I want to know the top five cities you hate to play. Oh, that's not fair. It's okay. I could change it to the, the top five cities with the worst fans. <laughs> Gotta no. throw people under the bus like that? Top five cities I don't like to play. Gonna get a lot of unfollows if you go down this route. <laughs> I don't know if I have a top five places I don't like to play. I'm, I might be able to throw... God, top five cities I don't like to play. Well, the thing, here's the thing. I, it's the opposite of what you would think. I Fine, I'll say L.A. It's not what you think. As a performer, I'd much rather go to, like, the Champaign, Illinois, and go to, like, the bumfuck middle-of-nowhere places. 
because those are the best shows. They Hands really down. appreciate you. It's Hands like, down. They treat you better. Of course. Number one worst place to play is like Burbank. Los Angeles area is like the worst place for a performer. I think. They're so jaded. Yeah. Like Tom Cruise isn't on this show. <laughs> Good luck making me laugh. Is that that's why your tours are like always in these like random cities because like the well, fans are you, just you go to the places not not that need it but you go to the places where like you know people want to come out for a show like la is tough man even places not my least favorite well, place I, to play but like a place like new orleans is in the in a similar bucket why is that because everyone's hammered we did a show in new orleans once and people were so drunk. everyone's hammered really hammered every dude we did a show at seven o'clock it was like performing at 11:45 on new year's eve <laughs> i was like these people are like hooting hollering it was no one would quiet down there was a parade there's three parades like around the theater just for you, you know in new orleans you could just take out a parade you could just like write right to the city and go yeah i want to do a parade called the pierpont edwards johnson the third parade and they go they should uh yeah how's march 1st sound like they would just give it to you mm -hmm. and they just shut down the streets so there's just a jillion on any given day there's a million parades comedy and and like DJing and music are the opposite like when people are drunk for a crowd when I'm playing that's generally good Whereas you you want the crowd to be <laughs> yeah, if people kind are like, of quiet quiet and not like Yelling random things polite. Yeah polite. Well, you can drink on the street in Nola, which is like pretty rare for the US So that Very might have rare. been a factor. I had lunch in New Orleans and We're driving over to the theater and the guy who was our server was already like three drinks deep at the bar like he, he's like <laughs> Oh, you! I just served you guys and like chased our car down the street, like hammered. Yeah, it was like three o'clock on a Tuesday. How would you say New York is to perform? Much better than Los Angeles. I actually think New York is a good city to perform. It is okay because I the thing about New York, which is great, is like I think in especially in comedy, is you have people at the highest level of twenty five different industries, from fashion to finance. And everything in between where like when you perform in los angeles it's all one note like everyone is either in the entertainment industry or thinks they are so like everyone <laughs> is like judging you on the right. performance but you can have great crowds of uh you know a guy who's here on in finance or a guy or a girl who's like working her way up in fashion but no matter what they respect you for trying to do your hustle which happens to be comedy right. so i think the new york scene is actually really good interesting take. and i think the shows are much better because of that interesting take yeah, I think I think for music is different. I mean, I I don't know if I can give you a city, but definitely de the demographic that is the most is annoying are basic white chicks when you're DJing. <laughs> and they're me. very persistent with their requests. Can you play Taylor Swift? I'm like, yeah, soon I will. Like, now we're about to leave. I'm like, well then fuck. <laughs> then, Wait, now, then go. They just like now get out of here. we're about to leave is like their request. Yeah, they're like, no, we're going somewhere else. So can you play it before we leave? I'm like, I wouldn't even take requests if I was a DJ. You don't really take requests, though. Yeah, it's a it's a very contentious topic in the uh, in the DJ world. I am very good with them. I think I'm very easygoing. Like I I like people talking to me, but other DJs will have like the no request signs and stuff. But it seems like you're taking away your job. Like if I was out there doing my act and then someone just raised their hand and go, I got a knock knock joke. <laughs> Can I just jump in there and just throw in a knock-knock joke? I wrote it, and I think everyone's going to love it. I'd be like, yeah, no. Absolutely uh, not. They, this is, but I think people have their opinion of music, and they, everyone thinks they, they are 
you know, a yeah. DJ in some sort. Jiggy, there will be a clip of uh, Steve Byrne in Syracuse. Somebody, he asked somebody what he does, and he's a creative writing major. <laughs> oh, God. And then he said, what do you want to do with that? And he said, I want to be a comedian. Ugh. And you know Steve. You bring him on stage? Steve said, well, get on up here and do no. your first show. No. <laughs> and Steve was being very encouraging. It was, um, he did it. The guy did the joke. And? and? It, well, I mean, obviously it was it the greatest night well. of everyone's lives. Full crush. That was awful. But it was really fun to watch. I, uh, the second time I ever did stand-up, I was in Orlando, Florida. Did you ever do a show at the Why Not Lounge? Oh, yeah. Altamont Springs. Yeah. Kind of like a cougar bar. Nice. And they would do an open mic on Tuesdays, and then they would, on the weekends they would do stand-up shows. So I, my second show I ever did was at this Why Not Lounge Tuesday night comedy show. And the guy who went on before me at the open mic is getting heckled by this guy in the front row. He just relentless would not stop chatting, you know? Brutal. So the comic on stage is like, if you think you're so funny, why don't you come up here and try it yourself? And so this guy comes out from the crowd. Oh, my God. He takes the mic. And he starts singing genuine. <laughs> He's just like no setup or anything. He's just like my body is your body. Let's do it. And I'm that. And everyone's like, "What the fuck is going on?" And then he did like one like something I would do. He did one verse, half a chorus, drops the mic, and then the host comes up and goes, "Well, next guy coming to the stage is Jiggy." I'm like, "Fuck my life!" <laughs> I go up there, I'm like, "What's the deal with Kesha?" And everyone's like walking out. The oh my god! Guy comes and starts sweeping the floors. Oh my god! That's brutal. the thing in stand up. A lot of folks, myself included, you have like a really good first time. Because you, you're not basing it off anything, and, you know, I feel like the crowd, you get introduced, like, this guy's coming up for the first time. Let's give a big round of applause for P.J. Johnson. Everyone's like, come on, kid, you can do it. You're and whatever you tell, for them, yeah. yeah. Everyone's rooting for you, you know? So even the first time I did it, I was like, I was a babysitter once. And everyone's like, what? I was like, yeah, I was a babysitter once. And everyone's giving you everything. Yeah. They're giving the you all the support. You. The crowd's helping you. So the first time you do stand-up is usually easier. But then you get, oh, you hit a brick wall on your second show. And for me, my second show was the genuine guy. Oh, my goodness. My body, let's do this. Beautiful was, rendition. Bro, it was <laughs> so funny. And then I'm sitting there, like, shaking with my notes. And then I did the same set I did on Sunday. The first time I ever performed was on a Sunday. Second time was on a Tuesday. I did the exact same set list. And I'm like, I was a babysitter once. And everyone's like, boo. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back the genuine guy. <laughs> I think um, one thing that's interesting is like maybe people perhaps who don't do it might have a misconception about is broadly speaking, and I think it's the same for comedy, the larger the crowd is, generally the easier it is because if some random person comes up to me and is like, hey, I want to hear Taylor Swift, and there's like 30 people there, I like kind of got to play it, you know, if she's with like five friends. But if there's like five, if I'm playing in front of like 500 people, if someone's like, hey, can you play like some like this new Drake song? I'm like, Get away from me. I don't care. <laughs> What's your favorite? We'll do it at the same time. What's your favorite song request? Hey, PJ, can you play Cake, Cake by, by the, the Ocean? ocean. <laughs> <laughs> when you told me that, I lost it. Yeah. It was my first um, like holiday party that I did like five years ago. <laughs> and this all this girl wanted was Cake by the Ocean. <laughs> it was really important that her holiday experience had that song. I was just thinking about that song uh, last week. So... 
uh, Gatto and I put together our own pre and post show playlist. So we made a Spotify list Ooh. for that plays on the load in and the load out of the songs. Cause we always just had like a random Spotify playlist and we're like, we should just make our own songs. We'll pick songs that we like. So we're going back and forth. We have a long drive. I'm putting in Spice Girls. He putting in this, he's putting in that. We're putting in this. Casually to, like, throwing in Spice Girls. Two hours, you know, and I, I put in some like BB Mac song and we're laughing and it's funny. And then he goes, Let's put in Cake by the Ocean. And I, was, I, just, I just started laughing because I was thinking about you. He died. I remember when we were at your uh, your bachelor party, and this, song, this story will not get you in trouble, so don't worry. We were doing karaoke, and it was awesome. I was doing a lot of hip thrusting. Um, everyone is <laughs> into it. And then I was getting a little drunk, and then I think it was me, you, and Joe were doing a, a song. And then maybe it wasn't our best performance. I don't know. But like someone was kind of sort of heckling us. And then Joe goes, Hey, you, Jamoke, get over here. Come on stage. Let's see you do it better. And then he, like, literally forced the guy to come up, and he's like, oh, shit, and he sucked, too. So <laughs> I just remember that. Karaoke. Yeah, it's not hard. Then there's that, always that one person who's just, like, incredible, and we're like, fuck you. But the person the we we all know a person, you all know people out there, too, who come out to karaoke who think they're that one person who's going to blow the balls off of the karaoke place, but uh, yeah. they're not actually that good. <laughs> Someone and, like that. Yeah. And <laughs> I won't say that. That is name, my but. favorite type of karaoke performer. <laughs> they're like really, really into it, like going like this, like yeah, with their ear, this, and they're they like, get like and everyone's key. like, Ugh. Yeah, but it's like not in key. It's bad. That's bad. But I feel like that there's equal amounts of those are than there are like the people who really are great. Mm -hmm. But someone who comes up and they get all primped up and they're like, oh, say, can't you say? Because that's a popular karaoke song. <laughs> the national anthem, dude. I was trying to think of a song that everyone no, knows. Living on a Prayer, but no, no, that one. That would be a banger of a karaoke song. It would be a funny joke. Yeah. You need to have a good voice for that one. Now coming up to sing the national anthem <laughs> in the tune of Whitney Houston at the 1993 Super Bowl. PJ Johnson, and everyone like stands up and goes, "Do we take our hats off for this?" <laughs> That's like we would definitely try that if we were like drunk enough during karaoke. I bet that should be a way that you start every karaoke. Everyone sings together the national anthem. Yeah, filter out the bad people. It would just be kind of a funny way to start a karaoke. I'm not, despite like my involvement in music, I'm not a huge karaoke fan. I don't know why. I think it's kind of awkward. It can be awkward, sure. But as you start the bachelor party, you get a you get a group of friends together. That was fun night. though. Your bachelor party was the one time where I was like, okay, this is awesome because we were all really into it. The singing wasn't great, but the dance moves, the hip thrusting, everything, we, we were on point there. I will say the karaoke leaves a little something to be desired if you only go with like one friend. Yeah. Then it's a little bit awkward. For sure. Like if me and you just went to a karaoke bar and then like we sang a duet together and to be like, so what? We don't care. Yeah, let's I hear don't the know. original. Let's just hear like Rihanna sing it, not you, you. You can't go with just one person. You can't go by yourself. It's a pack or nothing mm -hmm. with karaoke. Yeah, you can't stumble in alone to a karaoke place. It's huge among my people. It's like it's popular in Filipinos? Like Philippines and stuff. Yeah, Filipinos love karaoke. Well, the Filipino folks they put you in a little room, right? Is or is that Korean? That's What's in Koreatown. You have like your you own like little VIP rooms, room, yeah. Which I think takes away a little something from the performance, doesn't it? I think so. I have done it once and it was pretty fun. I went to, it was actually with Jay Miller. Uh, he got like eight or ten of us where we only could sing Broadway show tunes. Oh, God. In a little room of like a 
one of the little room karaoke places, but we're all just singing for each other. It was surprisingly pretty fun. I could see Jay getting very into that and very naked. He knows all the Broadway songs. <laughs> I know nothing. I knew nothing. I knew, I don't think I knew any songs. We have a Filipino uh, lady at our campground upstate New York, and she'll be at noon on a Tuesday in the middle of the summer by herself, full karaoke machine outside. Karaoke machine? Singing like by herself. She owns. No yeah. one's no no hanging out, no one's out and about. She's just out in the yard singing karaoke. Filipinos love karaoke. There is nothing more to them. Mm -hmm. Is there Filipino what's Filipino music? I don't Do they sing their own know. music or American music? I don't know too much. I I mean they a little bit of everything, I there's guess. There's no like there's K pop, but there's no like F pop. <laughs> is there? F pop. F pop. Man, you gotta hear this new F pop artist. I'm like, F pop, yeah, Filipino pop. It's sick. <laughs> the artist's name is Pierpont Edwards Edward Johnson, Johnson the third. third. He doesn't sound Filipino. Yeah, he's half. <laughs> That's he's, a really good question. I actually, I've never. This is so embarrassing, but I've never been to the Philippines. Why is that embarrassing? Because my mom's from there. I've never been. Has she gone since she she's been alive? Know. She hasn't been back since she was she was born there. She was born there. When did she move to America? Nine. It's far. That's a long time ago, no? It's a long time ago. But she never talked about, maybe I want to go back, I want to show we, you like, where I grew up. We tossed it out. Tossed it out like you're never going to do no, it? No, we tossed, we tossed like it discussed around. it. But, I, yeah, I've never been. I feel like I'm a really bad Filipino. So I can't answer your question. I don't know what Filipino music is. I imagine it's like American music with some stuff. Maybe there's F-pop that we don't know of yet. That's going to be... Maybe there is F-pop. Do you want to hmm. hear what the number one song in the Philippines is as of right, right now? now? Yeah. And don't make oh, this a trivia question because we're not going to No, get I'm it just right. going to play it. <laughs> it's uh, Pasilio by Sunkiss Lola. Sunkiss Lola. Sunkiss Lola. Um, big artist. Apparently Sun that's the big, Lola. The big uh, Filipino actor. So here we go. Lola, grandma. Oh. Yeah. That's Filipino for grandma? I think so, yeah. Are you playing it? Uh, yeah, well, you know, I thought I had the everything set up, but apparently I don't. Hmm. Sunkissed Lola. Don't ask me to sing it. Sunkissed Grandma. <laughs> maybe she's grandma. like a hip grandma. Maybe. maybe she loves her grandma. Yeah. Little twangy. It's a little boot knock in Nashville. That I was not expecting. I cannot wait to see what Lola sounds like. Don't guess, you'll get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> he can do it. I can do it. Bruno Mars up in here? I heard banana. It's kind of good. This fucking slaps. It's not bad. It's definitely not what I expected. Guy or girl? This is guy. I would karaoke to this. Pretty good. Sunkiss Lola is a band. It's a band. Of men. There's It's five. Oh, wait, no. It sounds like Bruno. Bruno is one girl in this band. It sounds like it could be like the sixth song on like his album. Don't play too much because we're gonna get the the video taken down. There we go. Wow. That was less than thirty seconds. Um, Maybe not expecting that. Not expecting that at all. I was expecting I was like good. some type of 
alternative version of like K-pop or something, but you, nope, that was... You'd have to imagine that Bruno Mars has a massive influence on the Filipino K-F-pop. F-pop, yeah, for I mean, sure. That was very Bruno Marsy. I think was. was very um, John Mayer even. John Mayer the is guitar, a good shout very, too. Very, um, very like, chill. muted... Yeah, understated, that, great guitar. There's beaches all in the Philippines, They're right? supposed to be incredible ones. That's like a beach track right there. Yeah, like play that in Boracay and it's game over. I'm not going to bullshit you right now. I'm about to put that on my uh, Apple Music. That was a, that was that was a, a good, good track. track. Yeah, that was good. I mean, it's, I don't know, it's interesting to me that like good music cannot be, it's, it's not like diffused more, like that's not playing in other countries because... Maybe people just don't understand the language. Yeah, I think that marketing's not there. To or a certain something. extent, uh, well, K-pop has come over to the U.S. Sort of, like BTS is. BTS is big, but they sing along a lot of songs in English. What was the big song? Uh, the dance song. Smooth like butter. That one? No, no, no. The guy who did the song, with the thing, thing. Oh, that was yeah, Gangnam, Gangnam Style. Style. That crossed over, and that was all in Korean. Was it? Yeah, but you don't never hear like a Russian song crossover. No. You it's don't really hear actually. like a French. You don't hear French music no. crossover. French music is not really big on a, like a global scale. No, which is uh, British kind of music crosses over, but that's English. Yeah, uh, you don't hear much from the Italians either. No, it's. I mean, really, just like music. British, and, Brazilian music crosses over. Uh you have a lot of uh, sort of like old Spanish music. Yeah, Latin music's obviously Latin music more popular, is a whole thing. but hmm. Well, one day F-pop will be on the top of the Spotify charts. I'm well, hoping. Do you want to know what the number, the top three songs in Russia are right now? <laughs> I, 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 I'm actually curious, yes. And these are not Russian songs. <laughs> okay, number top three. According to Shazam, the top three listened songs. Number three, Mockingbird by Eminem. What? <laughs> that song was 25 years ago. Flowers, Miley Cyrus, that's a great tune. That's a good tune. And then Miss You by Oliver Tree and Robin Schultz. A dancey pop song, yeah. maybe. That's like a whole super world. random. Hot Mockingbird is like, right? That's the number one song on Spotify in Russia. That's really weird. Really random. It must have been like in a movie or something. That's true. It probably was in a Russian movie. Something random like mm -hmm. that. Very interesting. But they don't. People don't consume media like Americans do. They don't. No. Even when you look at That's a good point. Population size obviously has a big part of it. But when you look at um, album sales are, for example, like, yeah, my album went number one in the U.S., number one in Australia, and then you look at, oh, how many albums did you sell in Australia? It's like 37. <laughs> <laughs> they don't sell that many. Like, that's going historically. Yeah. They don't sell that many. Um, even, Australia has a decent population, but they don't buy as much as U.S. consumers do. No? No. I, I The percentages are way lower. I think we consume the most media for sure. I I, I don't know. I feel like we do. We definitely produce the most. For sure. The Brits consume, they, they go to the cinema. I love how they call it that, by the way. The cinema. Do you want to go see Harry Potter in the cinema? <laughs> it just sounds like there's popcorn included. 100%. Well, you want to go to the cinema? To be fair, it's, now, it's, it's more ridiculous that we say movies. You want to go to the movies? Yeah, but movies, it just sounds like it's, well, this picture's, a, it's, it's one of the moving pictures. Let's go to pictures. the movies. It's We sound adolescent. Yeah, like, maybe like, they think we sound let's weird. Let's go we listen think they to the weird. musics. Yeah, that's essentially what it is. Let's go listen to the soundies. Movies. Let's go to the museum and look at the stillies. Like, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> cinema is the place. Yeah, cinema's the spot. Do you want to go to the cinema and to watch a movie? To see a movie. You want to go to the cinema 
open our eyeballs to see a feature film. <laughs> We're going a complete rant now, but I love I love British slang and stuff. It's just so ridiculous to yeah. me. There's some folks in the UK you can't understand anything they're saying. No, but I, I remember asking like the bus driver for directions. I was like, okay, that might have well been like Russia. The more me. north you go, the the harder it is to understand these folks. Do you yeah. want to do the top five British slang? Since top we're doing five, top five, might as top well. Top five British slang words? The top words? five most common British slang words. Um, and then bloke. I have definitions as well. Oh, bloke is a good one. Bloke is not in the top five. Um, out of, this is today. So this is top, like a recent 2019. Top five British slangs. Um, you all right? No. You all right? No. You all right? Um, governor? <laughs> That's number one. Yeah, we're not even cracking the top ten with You're these. You're not even close. Gotta go like bloody brilliant. No, I mean this is 2019. I don't know. So I'll get you. Want me to give you the, t the number five? Sure. Naked. I'm naked. I'm naked. Yeah. Like I'm wasted, right? Yeah, I'm naked. Yeah, naked That's is a good one. Uh, what about? Or really tired. Shout. Good shout, mm. mate. Mate. No. Mate is Australian, isn't it? <laughs> it's. We don't really know. So, and some of these can be combined. So, number four is proper. So, you can be like, I'm proper oh, knackered. I'm going to have a proper, proper, proper burger. I'm proper knackered, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> right. What about right? No, right. That's not slang. Right. Um, I don't know. I was drunk when I was last in the UK, so. What's the number one? Number one is fit. Fit? Oh, fit, mate. That's so fit. That's so what is fit. It, what does that mean? Like, like cool? Fit, fit means, no, like, like, you're in shape. Put together, yeah. Oh. That's fit, mate. And then the la the loo, which is the doo doo room. That's what okay. we call here. That's slang. That's number two, apparently. And then number three is dodgy. Dodgy, oh, dodgy, oh, that's yeah. a bit dodgy, mate. That's so, dodgy, that mate. It's a bit dodgy. It's a bit. That dodgy. loo is a bit dodgy. I'm proper naked. Okay. <laughs> you do a whole sentence with just the slang. That's uh, well, there's another slang for bathroom in the UK that I heard uh, quite a bit. That's like, no, <laughs> not the can. The shit. Something is like. Uh, do you need to use, there's something is like grass or, oh, the bog. Yeah, the bog. The is bog is one. Lou, the WC, the bog. The bog. The can, the john, the head, the throne. Those are all the. The bog is one I heard a, a lot when I was over there. Let us That's know really we're missing, confusing. guys. I feel I, like. I, I was on a flight to the UK and there was a British guy next to me and he, hey, excuse me, I gotta get use the bog. I'm like, what the fuck is the bog? What is mm. this guy going to do? I thought he said the bomb. So, yeah, I don't know. British folks are awesome, though. Love they them. love candy. They have, like, the best candy shops in the world in the UK. Yeah. Like, and there's there's a store, it's called, like, World of Sweets or something. It's just two floors of candy. But they're, have those they're here. everywhere. What? We have five of them in Times Square. But just Times Square. These are, like, everywhere, though. Oh, okay. They're just candy stores. You're a big candy guy. I love candy. You're a sweet guy. I'm just, this is my last day of 5th February. It's tomorrow I can start eating candy. What's that? I didn't eat sugar, carbs, uh, didn't drink alcohol. How do you not eat carbs? Complex carbs. So no bread, pasta, stuff like that. Oh. Tortillas. But like corn, potatoes, you can do that. Yeah, like anything that's a vegetable, like I would eat. Car Proud of carbs you. is not the right thing to say. C uh, complex carbs. Uh, no alcohol and no red meat. So chicken, fish, okay. I try not to drink too much, but then I DJ, and then my friends buy me drinks, and then it doesn't work. Honestly, the alcohol was the easiest thing not to do. Right. I don't really drink that much, and it's okay. Bria doesn't drink that much, so 
that was that was pretty easy. The hardest thing was carbs. That was really hard. Yeah. Pizza, hot dogs, tortillas. 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 Burritos, eh? tacos. I mean, the list goes on and on. You know what's hard for for no complex carbs? Breakfast. I was getting fucked on breakfast. What can you eat for breakfast that's not a carb? Uh, eggs. So I was, you know, eggs, potatoes. You do like a chicken sausage. Potatoes. It's complex carbs. Oh, Anything yeah. that's needed or bread. So, but all the best treats at breakfast are all. It's all bread. Complex carbs, croissants, danishes. And when you're donuts. when you're like touring and you know you're in an airport, you're not like in an ideal place. There's like a Whole Foods around the corner. It's not difficult to like eat. I feel like it's it'd be hard so to easy eat. to eat like shit it's when hard you're traveling to eat quickly on the, on the road. And plus, I'm traveling with Joe Gatto, who's like the king of desserts. He's got like fucking donuts in his pockets. So I was like, it was really hard. Like we <laughs> we we literally stopped off on the Sorry, side Joe. of the road. To go get, he goes, yeah, we got to stop over and get breakfast. We stopped at Tasty Donuts, which is literally just wall-to-wall complex carbs. I couldn't eat anything. I literally had juice. Even juice is tough because a lot of it has extra sugar in it. The good thing, though, is he doesn't drink, so that makes it easier that for you. That made it easy on the... Like, uh, I, I'm, I'm always thinking, like, when I'm seeing you on Instagram, like, here am I in Des Moines. I'm like, how is this guy not exhausted? You took one... You took two weekends off last year, one for your bachelor party and one for your wedding. Pretty much, yeah. Which were obviously, you know, a lot of fun, but still, you know, a lot, lot went on. So, like, how do you have the physical, I, you know, had this idea that artists go on tour for a few months, maybe four or five months long tour. You're there year round. I'm like, how <laughs> yeah. in the, is that possible? It's all about trying to get those Delta miles. Well, then I realized it's just because you don't get wasted. I don't drink. I mean, I'm, I'm not like, I don't drink because I don't. Like, want to? I just, I, I just, it, I just don't. I mean, Joe also doesn't drink, so I don't have like the influence of like having booze around the green rooms or whatever. The thing that killed me in Fit Feb was traveling with Joe, who's like the king of desserts, and then we did a run of shows with Steve Byrne, mm-hmm. who has like who has one or two whiskeys, mm. you know. So he'd be like, "Jake, come out and have a drink," and Joe would be like, oh. "Come out and have a donut." I'd be like, "What the? F- I gotta go to bed. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm so bad with peer pressure. I couldn't say no. It's hard, man, because because Steve would want to go out and have a good time, you know, and it, I would still go out and have a good time with him, but I just have like a seltzer or something. I feel like I'm always drinking when I'm DJing because like either it's like going good and I'm having fun and my friends are wanting to drink with me so I drink or I'm like bored if it's slow so then I need a drink or maybe someone bothered me so that made me need to have a drink. I started waking up in my 30s not feeling great after drinking Mm -hmm. and that made me ditch beer. I feel like beer makes me shit my pants a little. Nice. Let everyone know. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, not really, but, you know, you wake up with, like, you just feel bloated, and then you put on, like, french fries and chicken nuggets at 3 in the morning on top of that, and Mm-mm. you wake up with stomach issues with beer. Yeah. So I started drinking just mostly spirits. Sp- okay. More like liquor drinks. Which you didn't do before. No, it was mostly just beer. But uh, it's also you can just drink a little bit, and you could be good. Getting a little buzz is always fun. And there's no temptation, like, when you're, like, after a show, like, you're meeting people to, like turn up and, and get wild no and mostly because of the travel component because like i'll know the next day i gotta get on a flight and i have to connect through atlanta to get to des moines or whatever it has to be mm-hmm. and like that's hard 
it's hard to I don't like waking up hungover and having to go to the airport. Traveling hungover is not sweet. No, it's not good. It's not. There was it was more tempting when we would do when you do like a run of shows at a comedy club weekend, you might do six or seven shows at a comedy club Thursday through Sunday. And those are nights where it's really hard not to drink. Because like you'll do this Thursday show and you're like, I'm here for three or four days. I can wake up and just chill all day. I'm coming right back to the club. I know where I'm going. I now I know my contact. I know the room a little bit, so you're comfortable. Those are the nights that you want to go out and drink because uh, you feel comfortable. But on the the runner shows that we're doing right now, every night is a different place, so you have to wake up, check out of the hotel, gather all your stuff, go to the airport, or get into a car and drive four hours. N- any one of those things suck when you have a hangover or you have a rumbles in your tummels. <laughs> chime in for a second because you just said something that uh, inspired me and i'm curious if pj can settle this debate you are the only person i know in the world that actually checks out of a hotel always we talked about it on another episode did you always pj is that weird (laughs) that's such a jiggy thing to do jiggy's very responsible it's one of the more responsible people i know i would say i usually do um unless i'm like Hungover or in a rush, I'm late for my flight. Then maybe I'll forget. But I, I are you supposed to? What's like the What's the there? point? They're gonna go clean it at 11 a.m. anyways. They so. aren't though. That's the whole thing. The reason why I check out of a hotel is because it allows the housekeeping team to know that the room is clear, so that they can go in and clean the room. And most people, if they just leave, uh, they the room could just stay uh, stay occupied in the system till three, four o'clock. And then everything gets slowed up. But I don't think that's true because they're always knocking on my door at 9 a.m. anyways to see if I'm still there. When you're due out of a hotel, that's true. They will come and just naturally do it and see if you're gone. And then on the phones of a hotel, not a lot of people know this, but on the phone of your hotel is a code that the housekeeping can punch into the phone. So it could be like star zero one or star one zero that checks you out of the room so the housekeeping knocks you're not there they go to the hotel they hit star zero one or whatever it may be that checks you out of the room so then that charges your card and checks you out but former hotel expert here by the way if you just check out it spares all the like hello hello and then they have to creak in and everything is delayed if you just check out you get your folio sent to you you get your bill sent to you right away it helps the hotel out and uh, you don't have any, um, you don't have any chance of like not getting checked out, and not getting your bill later that day or whatever it may be. But who cares? It takes two. It literally cares? takes one second. Who cares when you get the bill? It matters. It's not to your me. problem. Once you're gone, you're gone. Yeah, but I think if you, it, it was just my. He's industry. a hospitality guy. I know. I, I know the other Carlton side. Former employee. I know the other side. Still an employee, maybe. But, uh, <laughs> no, I wish. No, you don't. Not anymore. No I more wish. benefits. No, I wish I got some of those bennies, though. I built it for as long as I could. I just like had a random thought in my head because you used to work for the Ritz in Orlando, like it was on the golf cart, or, or like uh, golf the course. golf course. Golf course. <laughs> not, not on the golf no, cart. No, I'm, I'm thinking ahead, and you made like a, a music video of you when you were working at the hotel because you had like I'm sure VIP access. You had a song called Lob Wedge. Lob Wedge. It was just like super random. Well, it was on the maybe golf next channel. show we can we can we can play. We can dive but, into uh, it. Well, you can look it up. It's still out there. Lob Wedge is on. I think it's on YouTube. It's on definitely on Golf Channel's website. It premiered. I don't think I sold it to them. Like I made money, but I gave them some exclusive thing that the music video only played on Golf Channel's website. Mm-hmm. Now I think it's on YouTube. But 
I think one thing not a lot of people, unless like your hardcore fans know about you, is that you've like actually like put out some music with like music videos. And we made we made a song together. Like, well, you made the song, but I'm like the like lead actor in it, which is <laughs> completely insane. Um, about like called Stacy, where you're like jealous that like I had a girlfriend or something. And I sent it to all my friends. I'm like, oh, this is gonna be funny. Haha, look what me and Jiggy made. They're like. This is actually really well produced. It's like pretty good. <laughs> Kilmer produced it. Yeah, yeah. John Kilmer produced it. I was actually so. signed. I had way more like, uh, not that I, it was success, but I had I got further faster in music than I did in comedy. Like way faster. Yeah. Like I when I was in 2011, I had a record deal. I remember you called me before we lived together. Okay, so I got signed to a record. What contract. song did you make with that? Uh, Lob Wedge. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they produced a video, and that's how I met Kilmer from doing that video. <clears throat> so it was interesting that I, uh, but you know, it didn't work out. Whatever. I ended up making an album out of it, but then you know, went our separate ways or whatever. But yeah, I like the music you made. That's just the reason I bring it up. The videos are like pretty well done, slash filmed in some of our old apartments, which I think is great. Yeah. Well, check out check out Bromance, or, or is it called no, Stacy? Stacy or, or like or the Bromance song? It's yeah. called the Bromance song called yeah. Stacy. Yeah. 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 Check yeah. It yeah. Out. yeah. Uh, well, that will do it for episode eight. Thank you to our our top five, Ethan Berman, bringing out the best of the top fives. Big thanks to the largest of all the mics, Big Mike here on the ones and twos. Gonna be show. And uh, of course, DJ PJ, episode eight. If you're watching on YouTube, please subscribe to the channel. Subscribe. It helps out the channel uh, if you can. And if you're listening on Apple or Spotify, rate the show and follow the show so you can get alerted every week of when we release. With that said, thank you for tuning in to episode eight. Until next time, mahalo and deuces.